If God is able, we are able. Welcome to the podcast from One Cause Church. There is a secret weapon I want to talk about today, one that is found in a secret place, but when it is used, it unlocks you to prosperity, it unlocks you to success and profit in your life. It's one that is many times overlooked, and it's not one that you actually usually see in practice, but what you do see is the result of it. Its function is really best when it's in solitude and when it's in quietness, and it's because it's a very personal thing. But when it is practiced or when it is exercised, it not only affects your life, but others see the result of its power in your life. And I want to talk about this thing today, and I want to encourage you in this to exercise this secret weapon, to use it, because it is a powerful force for the life of the believer. We talk about lots of things uh, that, are, that cause your life to go into the direction that God has called it to, the, to receive the abundant uh, life that Jesus came to give you. This is something, though, I want us to hone in on today, to focus on, and to get it active more. You might do it already at one level, but we can all certainly do it more. And that is this secret weapon called meditation. All right? In the Scriptures, there are, there are in, lots of times in the, in the Scriptures, there is this call to meditation or talk about meditation and then a promise that follows and that result is usually in the vein of success, profit, and prosperity. How many of you do like any of those things happening in your life? Success, profit, and prosperity, huh? Those things happen and this meditation and particularly, specifically, meditation on the Word of God unlocks you to, those, to that potential. It's glorious. So we're going to go to Psalm chapter 1. Are you with me today? Psalm chapter 1 and verse 1. We're about to eat some good food, guys. I'm not talking about the brisket. That's going to be good, too. And the sausage. I was peeking in. You guys were bringing dishes over, and I was peeking in to see what we were about to eat. And I was, ah, I'm very excited. But we're going to eat real good here. We're going to feast on the Word and enjoy its its nutritious value today. It is life. The scripture says that the word of God is a life to those who find it. It's health to all of their flesh. Amen. There are parts of your flesh today that need that reality. Some of you are battling some sickness. You're battling some chronic stuff. The word is life to you and health to all of your flesh. All right. So just being here today is an opportunity for you to receive the impact of that word. So Psalm chapter one says, blessed or happy is the man. Everybody say happy. Happy, happy, happy. Happy is the man, blessed is the man, who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. In other words, what that is saying is your happiness comes when you walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. In other words, don't take bad advice. Nor stands in the path of sinners. In other words, don't keep bad company. And number three, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, don't develop a bad attitude. That's a free sermon right there. I didn't even, wasn't even plan on preaching that to you. But there you go. All right? So, verse two, but his delight is in the law of the Lord or in the word of God. And in his law, he what? Meditates day and night. Man, that's a long time, Pastor, to be thinking about the word. Yeah. 
but you will never waste one moment doing it. Think about how much time you waste on your phone. Think about it. Like right now, some of you are wasting time on your phone right now. Even while I'm up here preaching. It's okay, I still love you. (laughs) I'm taking notes, Pastor Eric. I'm reading scripture. All right. Think about all, I mean, all those moments. I'm just, I'm just saying this to help us. I'm not here to condemn anybody. I waste time on my phone too. <laughs> but your time can get away from you. Your, your time can pass by, and those precious moments could be better spent. Maybe by looking into the Word of God. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about having these phones that we have and our iPads and all that kind of stuff is that we have the Word of God's more readily available to us than any other time on planet Earth, right? So this, this gives you the opportunity to, to begin to really live the potential of this day and night, feasting, being around the Word of God. See, being in church, coming to church is, is, is wonderful because as you give yourself to the ask of God, as you've decided that you're going to be here and being under the Word, hearing the Word, something starts happening. Anybody find that to be true? Something starts happening in your life. And, and the more you give attention to it, even in your own home or in your car, and, and you take, you purpose your time to look into his word, things happen in your life. Stuff starts stirring and, and, and your desires even begin to change and your want to's change and, and you begin to think bigger. You begin to think better. The word of God just makes our lives better. Look, look at this. Look what happens to the one who meditates Day and night, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Is it worth meditating on the Word of God to have that going on in your life? Huh? Isn't it worth the time to, to know he shall be like a tree? In other words, planted by the rivers of water. In other words, it, it establishes you. Meditating on the Word Get you established, get you solid, a solid foundation to stand. Next, bring that verse 3 back up if you would. Who is that? Alex. That brings forth fruit in its season. This will cause you to be consistently fruitful. Meditating on the Word of God, consistently fruitful. Look at this. Whose leaf also shall not wither. This speaks of strength, strength, strength. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And whatever he does shall, I like that one. Whatever you do shall prosper. We need to really put some more thought and time and purpose into this thing called meditation. There's a real power. There's a force that is unleashed by this very thing. Amen. Now, this word meditation is interesting. It doesn't just mean... It's about a low-level speech. That's what I'm saying. It's done in the quiet. You don't really see it happening. Anybody here ever been to Jerusalem, been to the Wailing Wall? No? Okay, well, there are the... The, the, the Wailing Wall there in Jerusalem, which is the last ruin of the, um, of the uh, help me here, Jew, the, uh, the temple. Yes, thank you. Where you see the, 
you'll, you'll see the Jewish men doing this kind of thing at the wall, all right? And they're muttering things. They're saying things in low tones. They're speaking the laws of God, the Word of God, and praying and things like that. That's, this is the kind of thing that he's talking about here. It's not just a, about thinking positive thoughts. There's a flow. There's a language that comes along with it. It's, and it's in low tone. This isn't one of those shouting moments. This is where you're speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, declaring His words, speaking His word. And, it's, and because your words are what affect your thoughts. Yeah. If you don't like what's going on up here, change what's coming out here, and this will change. You'll affect the thought by the words. All right, And that meditation time is a time for imagining. Think about it for just a moment. Maybe, it, maybe if it's something you're struggling with in your body, see yourself. Imagine. Imagine the Word of God healing you. Imagine your body receiving that healing. Imagine that arm that was stiff stretching out. Hallelujah. Imagine that, that nose that's been clogged up being clear. Imagine, see it, see it. This is, this is, a, this is part of a mat, the, the, the meditation on the Word of God is to, to picture what the Word of God says you can have. All right? To see it, to meditate on it, to think about it. What is that desire? Have you set your mind on it, set your time on it, what God has promised you? Have you really given attention to it? Or, or is the Word coming in one ear and going out the other? And you're just continuing to live life as it is. Meditation is about pausing and thinking and relishing that word in your life. When you read the book of Psalms, uh, oftentimes at the end of a verse or something, it'll say Selah, S-E-L-A-H, and it means pause and think about that. This is something to meditate on. Amen. All right. He shall be like a tree. Planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in a season, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. All right, let's continue to go now. Um, Job, the great Job, chapter 14 and verse 7 says, For there is hope for a tree if it is cut down. Well, <laughs> how is that possible? There's hope for a tree if it's cut down that it will sprout again. I've cut down a few trees in my life. I've never seen them sprout again. And its tender shoots will not cease. Watch this, verse 8. Though its root may grow old in the earth. So this isn't talking about a tree that still has a root system that's alive. Grow old and its stump may die in the ground. That is dead, dead, dead. Verse 9. Yet at the scent of water it will bud and bring forth branches like a plant. Yet at the scent of water. How many of you here like the smell of rain? Love the smell of rain. I like walking outside when the clouds are rolling in and you can smell it before it gets there. Your senses come alive with it. Yeah, yeah. See, when you come to the house of God, can you smell that? Can you smell that rain? Can you smell that abundance that's in the word here today? You come here because you have a scent of his word and a sense that it's going to impact your life. Hmm? That those things maybe in your life that seem to be cut off from the promises of God and from the life source of God, from healing, from blessing, from rest restoration, those things that seem to be cut off look like a tree that's been cut down, the roots are dried up, and the stump is dead. Yet, at the scent of water, there's hope. 
that it will sprout again. The Word of God is your continual hope for those things that seem to be gone, dead and gone, to live again. Hmm? Can you feel that healing? Can you taste that abundant life? Can you see it? Can you see that favor in operation every day of your life? Can you, can you know it here today? See that restored relationship. See your body healed. Because the scripture says in, in uh, Ephesians chapter 5, talking about Christ and his church, and it says that he may sanctify and cleanse her, the church, with the washing of the water by the word. The scriptures liken the word of God to water. Because it, clean, it cleanses you like nothing else. As a matter of fact, Jesus told his disciples, you're already clean because of the word. You're already clean. So I, I don't know about you, but I want to be at the place in my life. I'm determined there to get to that place in my life where my mouth is washed and my mind, my brain is washed by the word of God. Huh? Somebody accuses of being brainwashed, say, thank you. I take that as a compliment. My brain needs washing. Amen. And the only thing that can really do it is the living word of God. Hallelujah. And that's what it's there for, to cleanse you. And, and I, I want to be living under its full control. The more you meditate and you hang around the word, hallelujah, it, the, the, the more things you give yourself the potential for things to happen, hallelujah, for you to really experience the reality of those promises. Let's bring up this video for a moment. Hard times flush the chump. Everybody's looking for answers. Where the hell's he going? Delmar's been saved. Well, that's it, boys. I've been redeemed. The preacher done washed away all my sins and transgressions. It's a straight and narrow from here on out. And heaven everlasting's my reward. Delmer, what are you talking about? We got bigger fish to fry. The preacher said all my sins is washed away, including that piggly wiggly I knocked over in Yazoo. I thought you said you was innocent of those charges. Well, I was lying. And the preacher said that that sin's been washed away too. Neither God nor man's got nothing on me now. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. 
Hallelujah. Amen. That's the word of God's invitation to you. Come on in. The water is fine. Hallelujah. In it, you'll find the life that you've been looking for. Hallelujah. In it is where you will find establishment for your life, prosperity and blessing and a fruitful life. Hallelujah. I love that. Verse Timothy chapter 4. I'm almost through. Don't you love when the preacher says he's almost through? Like your definition of almost and mine are quite different. Verse 7, but reject profane and old wives' fables and exercise yourself toward godliness. Don't we love the word exercise? Yeah, I thought I'd get that response. For bodily exercise profits a little. Now I want to say something about this right here because I've heard people tell me, pastor, I don't exercise because the Bible says that bodily exercise profits little. But godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is